I acknowledge with respect the unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabeg people whose land I live, work, and play on. Miigwech. This is Umami Conversations, a podcast and community that offers unapologetically honest and therapeutic dialogue through the art of storytelling and mindfulness. I am your host, Agnes Apia, and I and my guests will delve into themes that explore the depths of this human experience. Um, We'll be challenging societal norms and shifting perceptions about issues that are often considered forbidding. This podcast is intended for open-minded women of African descent and their allies who appreciate meaningful conversation and are eager to absorb the wisdom of other women. Please join us as we share our narratives and embrace vulnerability in the effort to create a more compassionate and understanding world. We also kindly ask that you take a moment to leave a review on your preferred platform. Your feedback helps us improve and position us to reach a wider audience. This is Umami Conversation and enjoy this episode. Blessing. Hello, my goal achievers. Welcome once again to another thought-provoking conversation at Umami Conversation. And on today's conversation, we sit down with a friend and a sister called Natalie Joseph. Natalie is a mom of three boys, a daughter, a friend, entrepreneur, coach, student. She's purpose-driven, atmosphere shifter, joy spreader, and life lover. Whether she's functioning as a social worker, health coach, or life coach, one common thread remains, and it's the desire to serve others and help them become the best versions of themselves. So in this episode with Coach Natalie, we unravel the intricate connection between our emotion, physical health, and the food that we eat. You will find that Natalie's profound insight will inspire you to prioritize self-care and explore the root cause of symptoms that happen to this body of ours. In this episode, you will be hearing and learning how inner work leads to external fulfillment and gain valuable knowledge about balancing your body's environment with the right food choices. So make sure that you stay all the way to the end because this is going to be a amazing episode. We laugh together. You know what? I enjoyed it so much. This is The Inner Work Will Do the External Desires with Natalie Joseph. Blessings. Natalie, I'm so glad that you're here with us today on Umami Conversation. Um, as I sent, you know, in the email, this is season four, and we're tapping into the conversation about the body, the mind, and the soul. And, you know, we just spoke a whole lot about, about that. You yeah. gave a beautiful explanation of what the, the what you use, the spirit, the soul, and the body. Um, a great explanation of those three. And the reason why I wanted to um, tap into this conversation um, this season is first and foremost because it was divinely like given to me that this is a topic and I think it's also because I am also going through this journey where I am exploring those three areas of my life especially the soul mm-hmm. um, you know we live in a society where we hear a lot about like self-care self-care self-love self-love and there was a day I asked myself all of this self, self, self stuff. What about the soul? Mm -hmm. When do we start caring about our souls? 
when is it when when will it be soul care soul love because i am a strong believer that our soul is sort of like the anchor of what we are as humans you know because yes we are the spirit we are the flesh but the soul holds like i think the soul holds like our story it holds our 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 dna entre guillemets, you know and for you i've worked with you personally i've been following you for a few years we have friends in common and i just felt like you would be the perfect guest or amongst the many guests a great guest to actually dive into the um the connection of the mind body and soul but through wellness and fitness because you are you are wellness and while well, you're also like a christian life coach congratulations on that you know i started that little journey with you um <laughs> and it's great that you're done with that but i really wanted us today to talk about yeah like the interconnectivity between the body the mind and the soul mm-hmm. when it comes to wellness all right and our overall well-being so welcome <laughs> yay i'm so happy to be here thank you it's an honor uh it's an honor thank you for contacting me thank you for reaching out um like you mentioned we worked in the past before and i am just I share with you, like this space is so needed and uh, you've been called for such a time as this to have these conversations. Uh, you are a gift. You are a gift. And I'm just so proud of you just pushing through with this podcast because it is needed. Those conversations are needed. So here we are. Thank you so much. Here we are. <laughs> yes. So let's get this party going. Um, so Natalie, Let's start off by, so this is a conversation, eh? so it's just, if you have anything you want to ask, it's like, I mean, we, we spoke for like a whole yeah. 30 minutes before, <laughs> before stepping into this, so it's like, we ain't got no problem. Um, so how would you define um, the correlation of the body, the mind, and the soul, um, and why it is so crucial to address all of these three aspects when it comes to our overall well-being? All right, well, this is... We could go on for days on that subject, Mm. but let me just start by saying, like I shared, the soul is like the combination of your mind, your will, and your emotions, right? So um, the fact that it's a combination of those three, like you said, it is really an anchor uh, of like our being. So now when it comes to the connection with the body, like forget the scientific biological connections that are between the body and the soul. Just know that a lot of things that we are feeling are symptoms, right? So whenever like the body and the and the soul are like connected in ways where when we they're the same. So for what, what I'm saying is this, whenever we are feeling let's say depressed or sad or anxious, it's a symptom of what goes on in our body. Whenever we're feeling some body aches, back aches or whatnot, that's another symptom. But everything is connected. Everything is connected, whether through our hormones or experience or trauma, 
all of them are connected. It's just the symptoms are different. When we are dealing with emotional symptoms, we would say that we are dealing with mental health. And then when we feel the pain in our body, we will say physical health. But all the symptoms are all connected. Like our our mind, our soul, our emotions, they portray certain symptoms and our body portrays certain symptoms, but they are all intertwined. They're all intertwined, mm. which is why whenever, let's say I deal with, we deal with food, let's say we deal with food, certain foods will have an impact on how we feel, how we like, will have an impact on our emotions. Like I always say, food is fuel. So certain foods will make our body feel tired compared to other food that will make our body feel energized. Energized, food will have an impact on your emotions when it comes to sadness or happy. Like we would feel sad and then we're going to reach for that ice cream. It is all connected, but it's still the food, you know? So it's just to say that our body, our soul, they're all connected. It's just the symptoms that are different, which is why it's so important that whenever we have those symptoms to go at the root, you know, because often we treat the symptoms but we don't go at the root. Like what is the root cause of that back pain? What is the root cause of those depressive thoughts? Like what is the root cause? Because all of these are just symptoms. So my question for then, what is the root cause? (laughs) You know, so like what, what is, when you say we we have to go to the root cause, Mm -hmm. how can a person that is experiencing, let's say, the example you gave a back pain Mm -hmm. how would they know that there is a deeper um truth or there is a root somewhere that's affecting that back pain Mm -hmm. where do they go to find that information as to the root well that's when that's when self-awareness comes into play um that's when asking for help that's when taking the time to analyze what we do on a daily and you could definitely you don't have to do the process by yourself there are some professionals that are there out there to help you but um Mm -hmm. if we could let's say we dig in somebody comes to me and like oh i have those knee pains i have those back pains i would go through a certain series of questions to know what created that you know oftentimes Mm -hmm. when i'm telling you body aches are linked to food believe it or not like food is like Mm -hmm. because our body Okay, here's the image I'm going to give to you. Like, we are made of cells, right? The little tiny cells. We're made of cells. When those cells, like, a bunch of cells create uh, tissues. Mm -hmm. Tissues create organs. Organs Mm -hmm. create organ systems. So let's say I have my cell. My cell create the tissues. The tissues create the organ. Let's say my liver. And then Mm -hmm. those organs create an organ system, let's say the digestive systems. And then all of those organ systems create the organism, the person that we are, you and I, right? So when we go at the cellular level, for example, somebody could come for a knee pain, but then we realize that, okay, his body is full of acids. We need to detox. You know what I mean? We need to detox. And then the, because the joints are impacted from that acid. So the food often is, whenever somebody comes with any type of pain, the food often has an impact. And food also has an impact on our emotion level because of the hormones and whatnot. So it's just to go into 
questioning to know. Let's say I love to start questioning about food, but then I would also start questioning about your boundaries. Like I'm big on boundary implementation and having standards for um, everything that you want to accomplish. So then are your back pains due to the fact that you are lifting up stuff that you're not even supposed to be lifting up? Are you, how's your sleeping? So we will go into, it's not because you're like lifting heavy. It's because you're probably not sleeping well. Why aren't you not sleeping well? And then we go down those questions to go to the root cause because there's always a root cause. There's always a root cause, whether due to your decision-making, sometimes the root cause is spiritual and whatnot, but there's Mm. always a root cause. Like, but we're just so focused on the symptoms all the time. And all of us are like this. We're like, you know, it hurts here. Let's put a bandaid here. But then you actually needed stitches, right? But you didn't know that you needed stitches. But the thing also is because of the type of society that mm-hmm. we live in, right? Because we live in such like a this fast paced, like, you know, modern modern society mm-hmm. where it's just like go, 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 mm-hmm. go, put put the band-aid on and keep going, going, mm-hmm. going, take that medication, keep going, going, going. So people don't even have the time to like one, have that self awareness mm-hmm. that you spoke about. And then two, seek for the help yep. that you spoke about. And then three, just be still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really analyze why am I experiencing this right now? Mm-hmm. What is it that I have done in the last week, month, years that has brought me into this place? Yeah. You know, and I don't know, as a as a life coach and a wellness coach and a fitness coach, I think you're you're all of it. You're not, you're not just a life coach. I yeah. think a life coach yeah. is just too small for you. <laughs> but you're 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 all of that, you know. Um, how would you encourage somebody to really take the time and look into their wellness in this fast-paced life and mm-hmm. look into you know, like maybe you should just take a little break here and have a conversation with this person mm-hmm. just to make sure that it doesn't lead you into a path that a path of no return. Actually, exactly. You know? Exactly. You not taking the time today will catch up. It will catch yeah. up. Like you may not feel it today, but you yeah. will feel it tomorrow. It's just like yeah. when we were, maybe it was your case too. When we were in college eating, I was eating McDonald's like daily. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked at McDonald's. Okay. So you could just imagine. <laughs> Girl, okay. Girl. <laughs> and we got that 50% off, Listen. yo, sis. Trust me. I was eating that McDonald's, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when you do that on the daily, what I like to say is that you don't know how good you can feel until you actually feel better. So, like, mm-hmm. if you continue down that path, you may think that you're good, but give your chance, give yourself a chance to feel better. Give yourself a chance to feel better. Your body tomorrow will thank you. The people mm. around you, because when we take care of us, when you when we do that soul care or that self-care, okay, it's not only for you alone, it's for whoever is connected to you. Because often, let's say I'm a mom, I deal with other moms. And to take that pause, because society is just such a microwave, to pause mm. and take that time to put aside boundaries, to put aside some time for that morning workout, to put aside some time for that meal prep, to put aside some time for that spa day, to put aside some time. 
often mom feel like they are being selfish. Like, you know, I work a nine to five, not, I don't have time to like even take more time for me because I won't be spending time with my kids and whatnot. But when you don't take the time today, your kids will not have the benefit to have the best mom they could get. You know, say it again, like, sis. you not taking the time today. You're actually robbing your kids. You're actually robbing mm-hmm. your husband. You're actually robbing your friends and your parents of the best version of you. And that's how Oof. I encourage my clients to keep going because it is about perspective. You know, oh, I am not mm-hmm. taking time away from them. I'm actually taking time to invest in me so I could be a better mom. So I could be a better wife. I could be a better daughter, you know, because when we don't take that time, yo, I I was the one, I was snapping at my boys back then. My patience was yeah. real short, real Very short. short yeah. But when yeah. I was like, okay, I can't be snapping like that. I can't be, why am I so jittery? When I took the time to do the self-work, that inner work will give you the external desires that you want. You want to be at peace, do that inner work. You want to feel good, look good, do the inner work. It will give you the external desire. Once you do the inner work, you'll see, you'll be more disciplined. You'll react differently. Their circumstances will be the same, but your reactions mm. will be different. Your reaction. So that's how So instead I of reacting, you'll be responding. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's how you respond. The circumstances, I mean, life will be lifing, Okay. Like we cannot change none of that, but how you respond to it because you become a different person. You're able to regulate your emotions better. You, you fuel your body better. So then your hormones level are like just leveling up your, your pH levels are good. Like, which has a chemical impact in your body. And when you feel good, you look good. You got more energy. Like that's an asset, you know? And then the ripple effect on it, on everything else is just, it's priceless. So you may not feel like you have the time now, but if you don't take the time today, it will catch up to you, whether physically, emotionally, in your relationships, it will catch up. Wow. Mm. You spoke about food and how food has a very big influence on, you know, on everything. Um, one of the things I know about food is that it could create inflammation. You know, there's, there's food that are more mm-hmm. alchemized, oh, not alchemized, more alkaline, and those foods that are more acidic. Mm-hmm. Can you give us like a little bit of mm-hmm. like examples of the type of foods that are more beneficial to the human body? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not only that, are all foods that are categorized as beneficial, actually beneficial to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that's a good, that's a good, a good statement. Okay. You know, there's three principles that I came to learn in the past year that I like to share. I'm like, number one, let's try to eat food that God considers mm. food. Okay. So let's try to minimize the process. Right. So we're talking about fruit, veggies, grains, sprouts, you know, let's try to eat food that God considers right. food. 
the second principle is let's try to eat the food at its most original state. So let's say instead of drinking orange juice, we could eat the orange, right. you know, at its most original state. And then the third principle, let's try not to make any food our gods, little, mm. little case being, we shouldn't have any addictions, you know, mm. you know me, Agnes, I am not in the, um, you can't eat this. Mm -hmm. That's not my mm -hmm. flow, right? Mm -hmm. I believe that you could eat whatever. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, if you follow, let's say, principle number two, mm -hmm. which is to eat closest to, to its original state, mm -hmm. you can literally eat whatever yeah. as long as it fits your body. So listen to your body. Yeah. Like there's certain things that I'm going to eat. I will notice that I get bloated. Yeah. Okay. If I do get bloated, maybe not eat it as often or not at all. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But to answer your question, I believe, I believe those three principles, like to not make any food your, your little gods. Mm -hmm to eat it to the closest original state mm -hmm. and to eat food that God calls food and not because listen, we got a lot of created foods today. Okay. We do. We do. <laughs> a lot of created food processed to the max. And when to think our body is not even able to recognize most of the things that we eat, right. It's true. Which creates the inflammation. Cause it's like, you're giving your body something and it's then boring. your digestive tract is like, okay, What's what do we this? do with that? Yellow dye 42. Mm. <laughs> where do we put it? Yes. <laughs> what do we do with the red dye of the red velvet? What do we where do we put it? Mm. You know? So we gotta help our body in some way. But to answer your question about acidic and alkaline, um, this is something that I feel I find a lot of people are getting more and more aware of, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Because I remember a couple of years back, I was not aware of that. So every food that we eat. Has just a side <laughs> note, pick up to Dr. Sebi, you know, <laughs> yeah, has like an acidic or alkaline um, number attached to it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one thing you need to know about acidic and alkaline, our body have both. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, so it's what we call like the pH level. Let's try mm -hmm. to make our body pH level because when it's unbalanced, well, it creates issues, especially right. when the un. It could be unbalanced, like more alkaline, yes. we're good. But if it's more acidic, we're not good. Because to give you a, like a raw example, cancer cells, they thrive in acidic environments. Right. Okay. Right. They thrive in acidic environments. If you've ever had, for my ladies, um, yeast infection, right. acidic environment. Right. Okay. Acidic environment. So when, and like, and of course, like reflux, all of that. Too much acids. So, um, like on a day to day, I could tell you, let's say bread creates acid, acidic, uh, an acidic effect in our body. Milk, anything dairy, dairy. creates acidic. Um, the anything meat mm -hmm. also create acidic. Mm -hmm. But I'm not gonna sit here and tell you to go vegan, okay? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it is true that mm -hmm. fruit and veggies are the alkaline part of our diet, mm -hmm. grains and whatnot. But I'm not going to come here and tell you to be raw vegan. Mm -hmm. I, I got my days where I am. But what I will encourage you to do is whenever you do eat, try to make sure that your plate is balanced. Right. So let's say you're having your chicken, put some veggies in there. That's not, it's not for no reason that we always encourage to have half of your plate with veggies. You know what I mean? Like... 
it's not for no reason. When whenever we used to look at the Canadian uh, food guide there, mm-hmm. and like half of it was veggies, there's a reason behind that. It because it will balance your pH, the pH of your plate. So half veggies, half fruit, and then you could have your meat. You could have rice creates acidic. Any basically any carbs, any meat, any dairy creates acidic. acidic. It has an acidic effect in the body. But make sure you combine it with your fruit, your veggies, um, any plant-based stuff will balance the um, the alkaline effect. And you could make sure on the daily to have lemon and water. It's so funny because lemon, people would think that it, it would create acid, but it actually alkalines your body. Yeah. So if yeah. you put lemon in your body, aloe, uh, aloe in your water, lemon in your water, uh, those are all things that will alkaline your body um on a daily you know about um alkaline and um having alkaline a more alkaline or acidic um is it body what is ph is how do we say it yeah in your body Mm -hmm. um, uh, environment environment in your body because it's about balancing your ph so if your body has a more acidic environment Environment. it's the word that they will use okay okay All right, then. Okay, so um, <laughs> let's say one of the things that I've 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 read or heard because mm-hmm. I'm more of like a listener than a reader, or mm-hmm. anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, is that even as much as having a more alkaline body is beneficial, a, a more alkaline environment in our bodies mm-hmm. is beneficial. The thing also that I um they said was that when you're body is too alkaline mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. could also create an mm-hmm. issue right mm-hmm. so an imbalance. An imbalance so how do we create this harmony in our bodies mm-hmm. where you know we're, this balance i would say yeah let's mm-hmm. use the word balance mm-hmm. how do we yeah, create yeah. like this balance in our bodies where you know we're not too alkaline and we're not acidic mm-hmm. or almost not acidic mm-hmm. at all because we don't want <laughs> the acid the, the the acidity in our bodies at all or like mm-hmm. the less mm-hmm. possible but then we also don't want that imbalance mm-hmm. what what does a person do with that well you're right because i believe i believe in life extremes are not good like Extremes are not good. That's for like a lot of things, I believe, whether we're talking about emotions or food or whatever. I just believe that extremes are never good. That's that's my point of view. Um, and to create the balance, just like I shared, if you are mindful to balance your plates, so whenever you eat, you do balance your plate, I believe that balance will, will create itself. Mm. So like it's now knowing all that I know about nutrition that I understand. I don't know if when they created, let's say the Canadian food guide, mm-hmm. if they had alkaline and acidic in mind, mm-hmm. maybe they mostly just had in mind to make sure that we have all our nutrients in. Right. But um, now I see it more. So let's say, oh yes, I'm having yogurt, but make let me add some strawberries in there. Right. You know what I mean? Because the out. yogurt, dairy, dairy. acid, berries alkaline let me balance it out you know what i mean Mm. so if we are mindful to balance everything that we eat we're good okay we're good if we're mindful to just balance our snacks balance our meals like we're good we're gonna be 
totally fine, okay? And those there's little strips that you could get at um, the drugstore. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how much they go for, but little strips that you just pee on, mm -hmm. and it will show you like how acidic. Oh, I need and that. Whatnot. What do you know what yeah, they're called? Do you remember what they're called? You just pee on, girl. I don't know, but you could just ask the cashier okay. at the at the drugstore. You should find you should be able to find them at any drugstore. Okay. You could just ask them like um, alkaline test okay. strips. You just you literally oh, pee on them. I didn't know okay, that. Okay, so you could find that. But you know one thing that got me shook when because I have a little chart. I don't know if you could attach a file to your podcast because I could I just can. share the chart with I you. I sure can. Okay, good. So I'm gonna send you a little chart of like. The foods that are mostly acidic and mostly alkaline and whatnot. And you know what shook me? The fact that any microwaved food automatically, automatically gets more acidic. It's fun. This is just a side note about microwave. So when my husband and I, when we got, first got married, we decided not to buy a microwave. You know? And this is going to actually segue into my next question to you. We decided not to buy a microwave. So everything that we were cooking was like on the stove and everything. But anytime my family members would come, friends would come, they didn't understand why we did not have a microwave. And I remember once, like, you know, we bought our, our house and like a friend of mine had come when we were in like an apartment without the microwave. And then I heard him make a comment like, like what's the point of having a big house without a microwave but then at that time my, my brother-in-law had given us a microwave you know what I mean so like we had it like stuck somewhere I was like oh I actually do have a microwave mm -hmm. you know this is just to say that we also live in once again in a society or not even only a society but a culture that gives us so much pressure sometimes in doing certain things that that may seem right in the eyes of like the culture, but then it's not right or healthy for your body. <laughs> it's not right or healthy for you, you know, and we've been with this microwave and then sometimes we're just like, man, we should have just like stuck to our ground and not mm -hmm. done the microwave thing. Cause we were doing okay. Like we just put it, yeah. want to eat something, put it in the oven, put it on the stove, just heat it up and bang, bang. It takes a little bit longer. Yeah. But you know, we're just trying to like preserve our lives, right? So when it comes to like wellness, okay, and just like there's a lot of like misconception, too much, I think, when it comes to our well-being yeah. and everything. So I would ask you, like, how can we educate people to kind of overcome one those misconceptions? And for example, like somebody like me that went through like this whole how can we not have a record? How can we not and then we fall for it? And then we realize it's like you fall for it and then you become hooked to it. And then now you got to try mm -hmm. to like unhook yourself. It's it's such a headache. So like, okay, I, know, I don't know if I, I asked the question it. right, but like. <laughs> no, 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 no. I totally get it. I totally get it. Listen, <laughs> you know, when it comes to, you're, you're so right. Our culture has been putting certain standards so that most of the people follow those standards and they do not understand when you go in counter current. So that's why, like, when we do something, and that's how I coach my client as well, I always try to get to the root cause and the why you're doing something. Because once I'm able to make you, I'm not going to tell you why. Let's say you want to do something. I know it's good, but I'm not going to tell you why it's good. You have to find it for yourself. Once you find and you answer that question, 
why don't I have that microwave? Why don't I don't want a microwave? Well, I don't want a microwave not because um, I know that it's not good, you know, the radioactive and whatnot. And now you told me that eating it in the microwave will actually make my food even more alkaline. So like I'm out here cooking good, healthy meals. And just because I'm heating it up in a microwave, it's going to decrease the value of the nutrients that I'm putting in my body. Mm -hmm. Like what? No, I am not having a microwave. Mm -hmm. Once you are standing firm in the reason why you won't use the microwave, mm -hmm. it will not matter who comes and tell you what, or who mm -hmm. comes with a judgy spirit and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It will not matter because you would, you, you're standing on firm ground. Like, you know, and it's okay. Like, that's why I'm always saying people's emotions are valid because there are their emotions. Like, you do not own their emotions or their perceptions. However, the good thing is that when you do the when you do things differently, mm -hmm. so you're talking about there's so many different misconceptions when it comes to wellness. When you do things differently, mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for them to be exposed to different ways of being, mm -hmm. right? Different ways of doing. So you're giving them by you standing your ground you're giving them an opportunity to know, you know, there's a different ways to go about this. Yeah, I like to heat up my things on the stove. It does take more time, but it's more flavorful. And now I learned that it's even more healthy. So I don't mind taking that extra two, three minutes. I don't mind, you know, so, and then they are exposed to a different way. So that's how we will be able to change people's perceptive perception, how they operate, how they act. I honestly believe that us, knowing why we do what we do the knowledge on different areas of our life mm -hmm. when we know why we do what we do not because it's trendy mm -hmm. not because coach natalie said so mm -hmm. but because of x y and z because when coach natalie is no longer here and my mama comes home mm -hmm. and she'd be putting pressure on me to act a certain way mm -hmm. i will know that i'm doing this because I am doing this for X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. not because Natalie told me. Yeah. So to take the time to really dive into why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. And then once we are comfortable in that, why we stand on firm ground, whomever comes with whatever opinions, we will not be moved. We will not be moved. And it will actually be an opportunity for us to school them. Educate on something people. Different. Okay. And they don't have to adhere to it. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Their emotions, their way of doing is their own. Sure. But maybe, maybe you just planted a seed. Yeah. You know? Maybe mm. you just planted a seed. I love that. I love that. So it's really about like the knowledge. It's important that we knowledge, not only knowledge, but to understand also, right? Because I think again, like in scripture, mm -hmm. it talks about like, yeah, get wisdom, get knowledge, but gain understanding. I think understanding is yes. is, is really important mm -hmm. too. And definitely, yeah. I mean, he does tell us that. He's like, God says, my people perish for lack of knowledge yeah. and understanding. But you know so. what about what you just said about the lack? I feel like right now we live in an era where the knowledge is the knowledge is there. Like we have knowledge. Mm -hmm. But the thing is like, it's the application of the knowledge that's Apply, missing. Applied. A lot of yeah. us are not applying the, the knowledge. The application. <laughs> yep. Yep. The power is in the application. Yeah. Once you know the thing, then you have to apply the thing. The power, like we we used to hear all the time, knowledge is power, yeah. right? But no, yeah. applied knowledge. knowledge that is powerful. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Because we listen, we got a lot of connoisseur, a lot of people that know a lot. Says, of especially but since then, the pandemic, there's been so many. Of yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people that know a lot of things. But then, like, 
who can account for all of that mm. knowledge? Like, has your life changed? Uh, did your character mm. change? Like, what changed? Mm. You know, with all of that knowledge, can you account for an evolution in any type of way? Like the slightest evolution. If you cannot, then growth. There's some things that need to be applied. There has to be right? growth. And and um, I remember there was this um church I used to go to and one of the things that the pastor um told me one day she's like um don't practice what you preach preach what you practice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so that 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 comes to that's it that's a word right know? there yeah. like listen that's a word right there because yeah um <laughs> yeah because a lot of people Ooh, we could talk about this all yeah. day yeah even and this is something like this is something even God had to like what whoop my behind with. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, if you're about to coach somebody on that, make sure that in your house, yeah, it's like, an order. I have to make sure that as for me in my mm-hmm. house, it goes down exactly. Yeah. Like I cannot be teaching something, coaching someone on something that I do not master or at least am journeying exactly myself. Yeah, I'm big on you that. Know? Yeah. And like I need to be journeying through it as well. So then we could relate on it. But yeah, there's a lot of like preaching going on and unfortunately um, not living it, you know? So <laughs> that's why the Bible says you will recognize them by their, fruit. their fruits. Like, yeah. By their fruits. If their lifestyle or their their way of being, their character does not reflect what they tell you, whether it is a coach, a pastor, even a friend, like it's not it's not worth it. Yeah, I hear you on that one, but I know that time is ticking. So I do want to ask you um one other thing. Um, you know, in the beginning of the conversation, you mentioned that everything is connected. The spirit, the soul, the mind, the body, it's all connected. So when a person is going through any type of like physical like element or issue, there's something deeper. Right. I wanted to know if you could maybe provide us with practical techniques or strategies, soul care or self-care um, advice that, you know, could help us through this journey of wanting to live a all around holistic life. Um, because it's about the holistic, you know what I mean? It's not about tapping into just the physical or just the mental. It's about looking at like just everything every component of our being and ensuring that all the components are like are checked you know or are in harmony so just like Mm -hmm. some practical tips or you know some soul care self-care um tips that you could leave our listeners well honestly you kind of said it without saying it meaning that that checklist is basically you making sure to take a time to sit down And then in your daily or your weekly routine to make sure that you do something for your body, Mm -hmm. that you do something for your spirit. Mm -hmm. It could look like taking the time to meditate on the word of God or just going out to walk in nature, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, to do something for um, your that makes you feel good, you know, Mm -hmm. to do something for your cognitives like mm. it's just to make sure that on a daily or on a weekly that you do have those things placed in your routine that you won't budge mm. and the when I tell you not to budge on them 
I mean that you will have to exercise boundaries with yourself, with your time, with others, because once you put them, once you put them in your schedule, you cannot waver. You could have a contingency plan. Okay, so let's say I don't work out every Monday, Wednesday, or Thursday. If I don't work out on Monday, then I'm going to work out on Tuesday instead. Have a contingency plan. Okay, I'm going to go for that walk. I'm going to go see my mom, you know, like do something, pinpoint what makes you feel good, what brings you joy, what brings you peace, and then make sure you put it in your schedule. Because as we've been saying throughout this whole podcast, our culture is fast paced. How many times we could be like, man, I, I wanted to go see that cousin. And then you see them like two years later and you're like, yeah, I've been thinking about you for like two years. I wanted to come see you. What happened was. What happened was. (laughs) (laughs) But we just never took the time. Yeah. That's why I like. I personally like to um, schedule. Well, you've worked with me, so it's Mm -hmm. like you know a typical day. Yeah. A typical week, and then I like to schedule my next month ahead and include activities. Like right now, this weekend, we are looking. I'm like scheduling the whole month of June like activities with the boys, we put it in the calendar because if it's not on the agenda, it ain't getting done. my house, it will not get done. <laughs> it ain't getting get done. done. <laughs> yeah. It ain't getting done. So we put it in the agenda, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes things happen, but because it's on the agenda and or on the calendar, mm-hmm. we're most likely to move it around. Yeah. But if it's not on there, we just won't yeah. do it. Yeah, you know? and we forget sometimes too, oh. right? Because there's so much things going yeah, on. Yeah, like, you know what? Here's one thing that I like to say. Your mind is to create. Write down everything. Mm. Don't keep nothing up there. Like, liberate some mental real estate. Mm. Liberate it. Liberate some mental real estate. <laughs> Ooh. Like liberate it. Don't think, don't keep nothing up here. Like you have an idea, write it down. Your mind is to create. You want to do something, write it down. Like you could have a notepad of like, man, I would want to like start working out. Okay, write it down. And then give yourself a timeline to like really put it in a calendar. Those are like the practical tools because we we know what to do most of the time. <laughs> we have great ideas and we often have the solutions. Yeah. It's just the actions that we need to back them up. It's the actions. So like to get yourself a little calendar that you could put on the wall and then mark down your days, that's an action. Mm. I'm telling you, most of the things that you write down, you will do it. I agree. Way more than if you keep it up there. I I so agree. And just to kind of close things up here, um, I actually wanted to talk what you just said reminds me of like, you know, when we were working together, um, I was telling you, like, listen, I'm not a girl that likes routines. I just like to do things, like, when it comes and goes. But then, you know, like, I think a week or two later, I realized, but I can't because this thing is not working. Like, I need to fix my life. I need to set a routine. Like, I need to be more disciplined. So something that I did is, you know, I was to, um, I was telling you that I was reading that book you mentioned, um, Atomic Habits. I was I was actually listening to it, but I ended up buying purchasing the book itself. Mm-hmm. So this winter, I was like on a I was cocooning, I would say, and mm-hmm. I read it. 
And when I read that book, what it did for me, I feel that it structured my brain. It very strangely, like it just did it did something to my mind or to my brain or whichever. Yeah, it, 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 it was able to give you a different perspective yes, on like what you what I could, daily you about. know. And I, I feel like I feel like it's it's a book that I need to kind of go back to like often mm-hmm. to to reinforce the the whole discipline because you know we could dive into discipline. I know you talk a lot about discipline. Um I, I was watching one of your uh, one of your videos, discipline and discernment, you know. Um and and a lot of a lot of times we're not disciplined. You know, we don't have the discipline to take the time to sit down and write that write down, okay, when I, what is good for the body? What do I need to do for the body? What do I need to do for my mind? What do I need to do for my emotions? We don't do that sometimes because of lack of discipline. And as you said, a lot of times also we keep everything in our minds. You know, so I I personally would suggest that book. Honestly, I was like laughing. I was, you know, that book, I don't know how this dude wrote it, but I usually anyways, I just I I I loved the book. I loved it. I loved it so much. It brought so much more like a perspective and more clarity in my mind. You know, to the point where, like, I'm a messy person. I'm not going to, I'm not dirty, but I'm messy. Like, I'll put something somewhere and I'm just going to forget it and forget that I put it there. And I'm just going to go on my day. And then my husband's going to be like, yo, bro. And he's the opposite. He's like, Mr. Clean. Like, he's like, everything has to go back, like, perfect, you know? So we kind of balance ourselves out. And he always, like, reminds me. But to the point where when I saw him leaving something down, I'd be like, yo, bro. You left this thing there. You didn't put it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. The 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 book shifted a lot. Now I feel like I'm kind of like slacking, but yeah, <laughs> that was just like a, a but at least. But you know what? It's all good in a sense where once you've been exposed to that new way of seeing, you can never be unexposed. No. Like once we've been exposed. We can never be unexposed. Ooh, so it's that. like if we do, if we don't do what we know we should do, like we know. It's not like it's not like we, we don't, don't know. know. Like you know, we know now. Yeah. <laughs> so write it down. Write everything down. Now I have like I have like three, four books for like three, four areas of my life. You know what I mean? My finance <laughs> book, my mommy conversation book, <laughs> my daily book, my activity. Like it, I, I'm just, anyways. I'm I'm becoming something new, and and I love it. Um, so Natalie, you know, we, we've had an expansive conversation and I know that we could like literally go on for another like two hours. Oh, <laughs> um, but before I let you go, kind of, kind of like soften down the, the tone and everything. I wanted to ask you just these silly questions just for the fun of it. And so that our guests could also get to know, you know, the fun parts of you. Yeah. Um, my first question to you is what is your favorite emoji or if you were an emoji, what would it be? Oh, okay, okay, okay. My favorite emoji is the one that has, <laughs> you know, it's like an S, but like sideways. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I S, see that like, one. Ooh. And I don't yeah. even know why. Or the one that does, like, yeah, that's, I love that one too. <laughs> I love that one. Like, because uh, I use that one. That one was probably my favorite. That one. Uh, I usually use it when I'm actually laughing about it. I'm like, <laughs> And for me, it's like I'm actually laughing, but not like the prime one, but that one. I love it. I love that one too. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I use it all the time. That's the one though. The one that does it. 
Because I'm Me like, too. I use it when I'm like, I don't know what to do. I use it when I laugh. I use it like when something is so silly. I use it all the time. Um, my second question to you is what music are you bumping to or what podcasts are you tuning into? Okay, so music, I am in my African um, praise vibe. Like, listen, give me Victoria Orenzi, Nathaniel Bassi, uh, Dunsen. I am really like, Nigeria has my heart nowadays. Okay, okay. okay? Is there a specific yeah. song? Do you have a specific um, song that you, you Okay, enjoy? so I got... Man, I got different songs. So how far we've come. See how far. See how far from Victoria Arenzi. Who's on the Lord's side from Dunsen. Oh, and um, what's her name? Mercy Chinwo. I love her. Wonder. Wonder. She's giving me like, she's giving me. Oh, no. Okay. See how far that's Victoria. But Wonder. Wonder. You got to check Wonder. from um, What's Mercy Wonder? Chinwo. Wonder. Uh, wonder. Mercy, M-E-R-C-Y. She is amazing. All her songs. She's amazing. Okay, okay. I'll 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 tune in. I'll tune in. My last question to you um, is the number from one to seven. Seven. Why do everybody pick? <laughs> <laughs> I love the number seven. Listen, like if yeah. I'm about to eat some gummies, I'm probably gonna feel like seven gummies. Like I love the number seven. Yeah, it's a it's seven a it's like a perfect number, number of completion. So. You know, yeah, God created yes. the earth. Like seven, seven days, days, he was resting. Yeah. I just love the number seven. Seven. So the question is, if you were stranded on a deserted island and could only bring three items, what items would you choose and why? A speaker, because I need... Okay, well, can I bring the speaker without the music, though? Dang. I just need... I need music. So, um... Batteries. Dang. You can get in speaker with batteries Like, I can't inside. bring the speaker without some music. So, I guess... Because I don't want my phone. I don't need my phone. Mm. But I want music. You know what I mean? Mm. So if we could... Remember those... those um, I Was it a... MP3s? Those, MP3 um, things yeah, that we yeah, had back then? Yeah, like, yeah. I'll probably just bring an MP3. Mm-hmm. My Bible. Mm-hmm. And do we count water or no? No water. It's up to you. I mean, there's already water. But for sure, my Bible, my MP3 player, because I need to jam... And what would be the third item? Man, listen, I, when I got my, my music and my Bible, I'm, cool, I'm good. good to go. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, honestly, I don't even know what would be the third one. Like, for me to be looking for it, like, the third one will have to do with food because I love to dance. I love to be in my word. And then I love to eat. So, so what would be that, that one food you could eat forever and ever? I love so many things, so many foods. I was thinking about lamb. <laughs> but Yo, I lamb got, is good, I got though. I think about cheese. <laughs> lamb is good. But lamb is, girl. I got lamb. some lamb from, from Costco last time, and I was like, yo, this thing is. Is it the one from, the already prepped from Baton Rouge, or like another one? No, like it was food? just in a, in, a, in a thing, like in uh, one of those, I don't know. It wasn't Baton Rouge, no. You had to, you had to cook it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm um, listen. You got to teach me because I am not there yet. Okay. But whenever I get those lamb already prepped, I just need to put in the oven. Ooh, lamb. You're good to mm. go. Okay, so we'll do lamb. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to go. Now I'm about to go eat. You know, that's what you've done. I'm about to go eat. Okay, like I'm probably maybe even gonna have to go out and try to see if I can get some lamb. You can get some lamb. That's what you've done. See. That's what you said. I got chicken. I got I got drumsticks. 
in the fridge, but now I don't even feel like eating my junk food. Oh like, my you gosh. Know? Yeah. Like I have so many other questions I wanted to ask, but that's fine. Like we could come I could come up another time. Yeah, definitely. And like, you know, people could also go and follow you on on, on Instagram and on your website. Yeah, my socials. Um, I'll be back soon. I had taken a little sabbatical. Yeah, I took a little break. It yeah. was good. It was so good. Um and I'll be back soon in uh, in June. I'll be back. I took I took May off. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um is there anything you'd like to say any last words to our listeners? Ah, man. Well, you know, um, what I love to say is that you are more powerful than you would ever think. Mm. And that, especially to my women, there's a saying that I heard last week, I think, or two weeks ago. Mm. It says, like, women are like a tea bag. Mm. You get stronger when you get put in hot water. So, like, listen... I don't like that scene. I don't want to be put in hot water. I don't want to be. I want to be. I want to be in cool waters. Yeah, I know. I know. But the reality is, me too. I want to be. If somebody wants to be cool, it's me. But the reality is, life will will test you. Life will Mm. life. Life will be lifing. Life will be life. And I want people to remember that no matter their circumstances, you have the strength and the authority to overcome all of it all of it, mm. like no matter the circumstances and do not let the circumstances steal your joy and your peace. Mm. Do not let it steal your joy and your peace. Okay. Because there are circumstances that will come and they go, but your well being in the moment is priceless. Mm-hmm. Don't let your circumstances steal your joy. Yeah. Thank you, Natalie, once again for showing up. I am so like excited that we got to do this. <laughs> um, me too. And um, until very soon. Bye. Yes. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. We encourage you to continue the conversation in our community of open-minded women. And we appreciate your support and feedback. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media at Instagram, Umami Conversation, or through our website at agnesapia.com. So until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep embracing the power of storytelling and mindfulness. Blessings.